0: I was heading to the bus stop, Maddie. You were reading in your room, hold up all day You picked me up in a brand new audience, and said she bought it for herself on Mother's Day and we hold along Some familiar tune I like women's songs You said it's from volume two But there you give me one, another, you just finished you my library, always open for business, but you never show it. you just sitting with it, but I know the score, and you're
1: Book Club, June 2014, Part 1. Frankenstein. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sparkin Book Club, brought to you by www.sparking.com. Some podcasts and reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zans, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? So, so far, I've hoped that your summer has been pretty awesome. Mine has been pretty relaxed. I'm still coming down from Anime Next, and I'm prepping for Otakon. We're going to see how that goes. We have a meetup group. If you check it out, it's actually under Anime Next Meetup Group 21+. Plus. New- if you're in the New Jersey, New York area, join it, and, hey, hang out with us. It's pretty cool, and I know I shouldn't be pipping this out, but something a little different. So... Besides that, Summer's been kind of relaxed, kind of chill with me. And this is one of those books that's actually been kind of cool to read and relax to. I mean, this one was just kind of... It bit Summer for some reason because Summer is the time of life. Time everything in life is alive. It's there. And to quote the creator of this creation that's in this book, it's alive. And so it works for this very old school and arguably the first science fiction story of all time, written by a lady named Mary Shelley back in 1818. And what we're talking about is the modern Prometheus, or as it's known commonly, Frankenstein. Now this story has been used multiple times, it's been remade over and over again. Most popularly was the 1930s film starring Boris Karloff, or more recently, the I Frankenstein starring Aaron Eckhart. Very similar names, kind of weird, but I digress. But this story is universal, it's known throughout the world, it's been parodied numerous times. My personal favorite version is Victor from Darkstalkers, but this is a great story and something which is interesting, and it explores parts of our humanity and parts of things we have never thought of and about the darkness in humanity and what makes a man a man. And it seems like this is a common element we've seen throughout a couple of the books we've reviewed so far and talked about. But let's get right into it. If you've never heard this story, if you've been under a rock, if you're too young to know, it's about a young man named Victor, Victor Frankenstein. And he's a very intelligent young man. His parents adopted an orphan named Elizabeth, who he falls in love with, and he's eventually going to marry. And since he was a kid, he's been obsessed with science, specifically simulating natural wonders. And he's figured out a way to reanimate dead tissue. So what he does is he ends up getting parts... From morgues and whatnot, and he ends up creating this creature who's roughly eight feet tall, and as a result, when he creates this creature, this monstrous, yellow-eyed being, Frankenstein freaks out, and he runs away. Meanwhile, the monster is like, his creator just rejected him, and he's like, uh, I don't know what to do, and he leaves. He runs away, and eventually, things happen The monster gains sentience and he learns about life while Victor's trying to ignore what happened. He's like, ah, it doesn't happen. But the monster comes into his life in dramatic ways by killing his family and kind of holds Frankenstein hostage saying, look, creator, I'm your Adam. I don't want to be alone. I need an Eve. Help me out. And so from there it leads to a story of revenge, murder, madness, and sadness and eventual acceptance of creation and life. Now, this story is so prolific because it touches on these levels, this, this feeling of identity, of loss, and of creation, of things not going right. And the fact that playing God, is it worth it? Is it right? And it could be used so much today. I mean, the fact is, if you are able to do it, is it right to do it? It's a big question which this story brings up. And honestly, I could see why it still holds up to this day. The messages still hold up. It's definitely worth checking out if you haven't checked it out. What else can I say about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? Except if you haven't read it, you know, definitely check it out. And if you have read it, email me, zansparker.com. Tell me what you think. If you liked it, if you didn't, if you thought it was boring or dry, or if you thought it was a copy of the movie, which came out beforehand, which someone actually thought. But I digress. So I guess that's it for this month. I think we should get on with it. So remember... You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparker.com. You can email me at zansparker.com. Next for this month is we're going to be talking about Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. Going from old school sci-fi to kind of new school sci-fi. A little bit more, again, it's identity. Which seems to be a trend we've been following. I mean, look at Prime Princes and Zombies, The Time Machine. A lot of sci-fi we've we been going through. But we got some really nice stuff coming up, don't worry. So with that in line, remember? Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Email if you want and have a good one. I'm mm-hmm. gone to go catch you. I so
0: we listen to your choice for the first ten seconds. I turn the dial. I turned your expression, I said now. Haven't you learned your last lesson? I try to understand. I just don't get it. my library always open for business but you never show it you just sit- Yes. Just- One. Another you's finished. So you're my library, but you never show it. You're just sitting with right it, but I know the score, and you're killing it line after line. So Take it in.